still top night, bitch. Let me hear holler. Ain't it over? One, two, three, four, get a booty five. I like my bitches real thick, low mo ties. Richer than your old head, nigga, no lies. Stacks in the pussy hole, part at the G spot. Real gentleman. Hey, 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 y'all. Hi. This is Damio. And this is Erica Mona. And this is Cross, Cross Culture. It's a very special episode. Oh, it's, a, it's a special day. Why is it a special day? Because. It's the one and only. <laughs> it's my birthday, y'all. It's, it's my birthday. My birthday. My birthday. Cross culture, first birthday. I know, right? It's my birthday. Someone's asking me how old I am. I said I'm 21. Okay. Oh, you started lying about your age already. I've gone to the stage. I'm sorry. Oh. I don't know. I was like, mm. then I was like, I'm 20 feet. Don't ask me no more. You know. But we we'll just keep it at that. But I thank God for life. I thank God for life. I am very happy that I'm able to see another year <sighs> added to my life. 25. I mean, that's how they say it's 25. Okay. Okay. 25. All right. But yes, y'all, welcome to Cross Cultured. And this is what, episode 22? 23, 22, I think. 23. Is your Jordan, is the Jordan episode? Is it? It's the Jordan episode. Oh, it's 23. 23. Okay. This is episode 23. And yes, Dami, you know how we do it for those who are listening to us for the very first time or just need a fresh reminder. What is cross-cultured? All right, you guys. So this week in cross-cultured, cross-cultured means mm-hmm. uh, being able to balance and to live in all sides of your womanhood, um, you know, in a different way than what we've talked about before. It's being able to get girly and gangster at the same time, um, which will make a lot more sense as the episode happens. All right. And as per usual, our order of events, the next thing we do is our topics. All right. We have a few things listed. Um, let's start with the VMAs. Let's start with the VMAs. All right, so I didn't watch the VMAs. I saw highlights. This is actually the first year I really didn't watch it. Mm. Yeah, I usually watch the VMAs. Yeah, I didn't watch it either, but we definitely saw the highlights. It seemed it was a it seemed really decent though. Okay, but my question is, it's, I feel like year by year the dress code just becomes like a a video a music video scene whatever like i don't get yeah, how people uh, dress a lot like, of people just don't know how to dress and i've started to like i was so unimpressed by all of them both the men and the women and it's like this is an award you don't have to wear a ball gown whatever but still it's like i, I don't know it's like what would y'all wear to homecoming that's kind of how i see right it. the mix, like, that balance yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. what what do y'all wear like i don't get it it's like an upscale homecoming to me girl i was so disappointed you know, we love us some uh, Meg Thee Stallion, but girl, her outfit, people are like, she look like a WWE fighter. That's exactly what she look like. With those high boots. with, And it's like, okay, we know your your typical style is we the know you bra and the men, shorts but... and whatever. But I'm thinking, okay, that's what you wear to perform. And okay, maybe in a regular day. But awards, come on, now you can still keep it sexy, but at least... Where's she, fashionista? There's man? no class to it with her styling. She doesn't yeah. have class with she her country styling. country for real. You know, yeah, a lot of these good women, they don't know how to dress, honestly. At all. It's and terrible. you can still be sexy. You can show a little cleavage, but let it have meaning now. Let it have classes. Not just Ocon, just bookwork, just everything, just hanging. I don't, I don't know. I wasn't, <laughs> I, I didn't like it. <laughs> I think 
First of all, let's get into her bringing a snake. It's like, for what? She brought a snake? She had a snake as a shawl, like a whole snake. Was it a real snake? It was a snake. Like, it really was a snake. For what? Girl, I do not understand. I do understand. Who was disappointed me? Um, I don't know how I felt about Lizzo's. I feel like in comparison, it was the best, but yeah, it still wasn't great. It wasn't great. I feel like, as I said, I feel like outfits like that, it's like, this is not like a music video. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was cool. I didn't like how Cleavage was looking either. It didn't balance. It didn't balance at all. I understand it. It, it didn't balance. It's like, it. this is not a photo shoot. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it not be, like, it and it's not a theme party too. Let's say it was a theme party. Like, okay, come in your, I don't know, um, Jessica Rabbit, sexy, whatever. I didn't like what Nor... What, I just realized you say her name Normani. Normani? How do you say before? I used to say it like Normani. Because that's how... Normani, how? Because that's how the... the, pre, the um, what group was that that she was in? That's how they called her? That's how they used to say it, Normani. But uh, Normani. So now I, I know it's Normani. I didn't know that. Oh, wow. I would have said Normani, but... Uh, well, anyway, uh, Normani. Her outfit, too, was a mu- music video outfit. Yeah. What I'm is like, that? Come like, on. this outfit don't be making sense. Um, Who else? Did we see Bobby? Bobby lights. He Bobby. had his he had his butt out with the see through. Bobby, not impressed. I feel like Tina. I said Tina. Trina regret the day that we found out. That's yeah, her that's her cousin. Um, Cash Doll. I didn't like the dress. I yes, I know she paid a little. You know, it was ghetto. It looked like one of those spray painted shirts you get. Exactly, home. and it's like I get it. You want to wear something that shows Aaliyah and Missy Elliott, but it could it could have just listen. All of us female rappers, they don't have style. G, G. Lil Kim was terrible. Oh, horrible. Yeah. What was she wearing? Why does she wear things like that? I don't know why she just don't dress her age now. It's like we you we know you're. She's Lil always Kim. wearing a costume. Yeah, always. we know you, Lil Kim. Just just wear regular clothes. And back in the day, you were a fashionista. G. She was a I won't say fashionista, but she was a trend. She was fashion forward. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like her stuff was provocative and you know controversial, but in a way, it still made sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. It's but just now like, it's just like it was just I don't, I don't know. know. It's just it's no. like if you don't have a fashion over sponsorship, you don't know how to dress, girl. And even fashion over, you see what they're wearing. You see what they, I don't. Understand. Who who can we say look decent? You know who I like? Who? Kiki Palmer. Oh yeah, Kiki looked great. That, that was her birthday. Dress. It was her that birthday. Day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that she looked great. She looked beautiful. Great. She really looked beautiful. I liked her. I liked she her looked dress. twenty sexy because she's twenty six. Mm-hmm. Ah, um, Terrence, what's his name? He was he was the host. TSJ? Yeah, he looked nice. TSJ stayed with a little clean cut yeah, shirt, slacks, nice. little clean. pop of color. Yeah. That's his. That's his. What's thing. his name? Guy from Black Ink, New York. The the owner. Oh, Caesar? He came in with a suit jacket shirtless. He had nothing. Caesar think he's sexy because his name is Caesar. Jesus Christ. And Caesar doesn't know that he looked like Popeye's best friend. Ah. More like Churchy's best friend. It's not even Popeye's. She's like, just 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 get a hot ghetto mess. Just like no. Like, uh-uh. But let's speak about the awards. Uh, Missy Elliott, she did wonderful. She did wonderful. I was happy to see Allison Stoner. Yes, it was nice to she see came her. Out. I said, girl, you better get she this check. She still got the moves. I know, right? Do you think she's going to get a check? She don't get a check. Okay. It might okay. not come straight from Missy, but it, something, you know, she something. Gonna get something. Okay. Yeah, the performance was wonderful. She did well. Yeah, I think it was a great montage of all of her um, yeah. her songs that we wanted to And see. I love that she was she said the Michael Jackson Vanguard Award. Like, they really she didn't, tried like, it. She didn't she said it. And she shouted out Jenna Jackson as well. Yeah. So I liked that she did that. But you know, we were talking about why is it that Cardi was the one who um, presented her, the award. I didn't agree with that at all. 
Why? I didn't agree with that at all. I don't know why. Why would you choose Cardi? Like, what attachment does Cardi have to, to Missy Elliott? As you said, Sierra was there. Timberland was there. Heck, call Jenna Jackson. Like, I, I would have preferred Lizzo. They at least had a song together. They did. So, like, I just, I don't understand. the. It was like, y'all just wanted to give Cardi some stage time. Again. But it's again. like, she really could have just presented any award. It didn't she, have to be that right, one. Right, exactly. And Cardi, she won. What did she win? She definitely so, won something. Uh, best rap video or something. Yeah. For, for money. I mean, it was a nice video. Yeah. I'm not going to say. Her videos tend to, you know, it was tend a nice to be video. decent. They tend to be, you know. Um, but I think that's pretty much it with the awards. Yeah, that's it with the VMAs. Yeah. It um, happened. Taylor right. Swift won a bunch of awards, but... Yeah, she always tends to win. We knew that. The VMAs have been paying homage to Taylor ever since Kanye yanked that poor little award uh, from the girl. <laughs> it's like, dang, girl. Ever since. You you successful now. Let it go. You said let it... How she gonna let it go? You... I mean... She can't let it go. I think it's the people that just need to be like, okay... That Kanye West thing happened a long time ago. I mean, I feel like she's their main pop star. She is. She's one of. She's listed as one of the richest female uh, musicians. She is, is. is she number one? No, I don't know if she's number one. I think Selena be hanging on nah, by three. Nah, it's not. It's like five of them. I know no, Beyonce, I think Taylor Rihanna, is up there. Taylor, Ariana. I think it was up Ariana. There. Was Lady Gaga there? I think Lady Gaga. Yeah, Lady Gaga might still be up there. Yeah, but they love. They love them some. Um, some Tay Tay. They, they love her some Tay Tay. Mm. I feel like she'd be out here. She'd be dating all these different people every two months. We don't know who her white lovers are anymore. <laughs> she don't reveal it to us. She used to let us know. But... I know, right? Whatever. All right, okay. let's get into Cassie. Hi, love story. Cassandra. Look at that. You see, we're just talking about men and relationships like two episodes ago. So we know she was with Diddy for what? Like 10, ten years. years. For 10 good years. And you know... No proposal, no kids, no nothing. And I definitely do feel like she knew what she was getting into before she got into it. I feel like she was like most women. Like, you know, you feel... You know, because I'm sure Diddy would tell her stuff like, yeah, we don't need marriage. Yeah. At this stage, uh, marriage just confuses a lot of things. You know, da, 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 I got this. You don't want the problems I have. I All that stuff that men tell you yeah. to evade marriage. And I think that once Kim when passed away, too, I think that that really just told her like... I was just your plaything. Obviously, because that's when when she passed away, you were seeing posts left and right. You're the love of my life. I love you. You're this and that. But you were clearly with this girl for 10 years. Yeah, like, and it's just like... Your kids grew up in front of her. Who was I? Exactly. So. This girlfriend. But, you know, so she broke up with him, or they broke up, however that happened. And she got with her trainer, who was training her even while she was with him. Yeah. And she's pregnant. And he proposed to her. Like, what, two days ago? Yeah. Beautiful. Listen... As I said, listen, when a man, a man knows what he really wants. If he really wants you, there's no time to waste. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you guys courting? I don't even think they're courting, like dating for 10 years before you know, oh, okay, I want to settle down or for me to know she's the love of my life. When a man really knows what he wants, he's going to go for it. He's not going to waste your time. And obviously, there's a girl for just one, one year. One year. I really don't even know what to say or how to add to it anymore. It's just that, you know what? You just got to know what's up when it's time. That's just it. You do. That's just you do. it. And, you know, and I think a lot of time we do know what's up when it's time. It's just a matter of are you ready to, to, to move? To move. Yeah, yeah. And I think she, when she had enough and she was like, okay, this yeah. is not doing anything for her, 
then she left, yeah. you know? Because what did he do for a music career? Uh, exactly. And I just think that we, you know, nobody really knows the ins and outs of what their relationship was. But right. I do know that Diddy found her on a show where he was supposedly mm-hmm. creating careers for people. Cassie had one album. And I kind of enjoyed the, the album, songs. The Me and You song. Yeah, that was like I enjoyed little, a couple of the yeah. songs Cassie put out from that album. Um, but then it was just that and I think that for for it to just become Cassie is just the woman on your arms and nothing else then we already know what it is okay um let's mix it up a little bit so looking up some stuff and apparently um this guy George David Carpenter in Alabama I believe mm-hmm. has resentenced this man named Alvin Kennard to time sentence after he got life without parole for robbing a bakery of fifty dollars. Wow. In nineteen eighty-three. This man is now fifty-eight years old and he was twenty-two when he was sentenced. When he committed the robbery. So he re- he's resentencing him to another no, time. No, no, So now he sentences it as time served. So he t- served his time. So he's being oh. let go. Because originally he was supposed to be sentenced to um life. Life, you know? So now it's changed to time served. So okay, he's good and done. So there's a video with his family crying, all that kind of stuff. But just imagine, like, of, you see so many cases of um, people just doing it's legit that's petty crimes. That, that's a petty crime. That's beyond it's a, a petty crime. A kid still in a book bag and he's in jail for how many years? That's, that's you know what I'm crazy. saying? But for fifty dollars and for life, like for life. You need to say even any jail time really is kind of extreme for that. But exactly, for life, but for life, and this man is now fifty eight. His life, like. Flash Imagine his family him. member who that may have died, the things he could have done in life. You know, what he could have been in the community. And, you know, we continue to talk about this police brutality and this, um, the criminal, you know, the, the justice system, how it is completely against black people. The world is such a different place than it was 20 years ago. Like, seriously, mm-hmm. like, look, I think it, it, it's, it's just ridiculous. I can't even believe, begin to fathom how he feels coming out knowing that it was over $50 like from a bakery. Girl. Like, nobody got hurt. It was like, what is $50? $50. That's a cake. Would you be able to cope? You know, some some of them do commit suicide yeah, when they come out. It's like, like, technology, the world is different. Like, everything is different. So it's like, you you, you behind, behind, behind. Yeah, like, you know I be watching, like, I be binge watching, like, random old TV shows mm-hmm. on Hulu. So I'm on Saved by the Bell right now. And it's just like... I look at, like, how they was big shit for having a big brick cell phone. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, yo, that's, like, low-key around the time he went to jail, though. Right, right. So, like, look at us now. Two decades past. That's crazy. Two decades. That, that's crazy. Yeah, I hope he's able to, you know, get back into, assimilate back into the, the you know, yeah, the world the system, you know, his family. But it just, it just made me think about how all this police people and the justice is just like, the, oh, may God help us. May mm-hmm. we not be in the wrong place at the wrong time. All right. Um, okay, Terrence Howard. So basically, he's been ordered to pay his ex-wife one point five million in spousal support. Which ex-wife is this? Is this the one that he's married? I think it's the Asian one. Well. I think so. <laughs> but my question, okay, so what do you think about spousal support? I feel like spousal support is like why. I think the same thing too, because I'm just like it's not child support. Child support is different, but spousal, spousal support, support is. See, I, I don't know. I guess spousal support is part of whatever you agree on in the prenup. In terms of now, you've introduced me to this lifestyle, and I live this lifestyle, and now you're trying to force me to go back to obscurity and poverty. Exactly. So it's like it doesn't have to be involved in the, in the prenup too. Because yeah. what if you don't have a prenup? And because I know Tony Braxton, you know, she was married to. Remember that group? I think they were called. 
One in Tony, Tony, Tony? That she married One of them, exactly. Yeah. But she ended, when the divorce, she paid him spousal support. Really? Yeah, because obviously she's the most, more successful one, you know? Mm. And of course, she's like, why am I paying child support? And I know as women, we think like, why would a woman be paying a man? You know what I mean? But I think the same thing too, like, why is a man... Why does he have to pay, pay her? The only reason I would say maybe spousal support is if you've been together for like 15 years yeah. and her entire, like, without kids and her, like, entire life has been invested in supporting your career. You know, like, I mean, housewives. I, I guess that's pretty, I mean, that's pretty much what, you know, being a wife involves, though. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, but it's kind of like, you know, there's difference between I worked, you worked, we was married, yeah. and then, like, I couldn't work because I was, like, you're a roadie. Right, you know, and oh, I supported you. I don't know. It's like I get it, but at the same time, it's just kind of like I don't know. I it's it's like, weird to me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's kind of like, like you too grown. Like it's get like, a job. Okay, you could say okay, maybe help the woman to be established, help her get a job, or maybe help us start some business. But and you know, this spousal support to be a lot per month. Yes, lot split per your year. assets and call it that. I don't and, understand. And, and call it that. Call it that. So I'm just That's basically weird. you paying them to not even like have a job because they could like survive off of this. And I more. could survive off one point five million. In a month, girl, girl, a month. Give me that for a year. I'm fine. Like, listen, I'll double that and be. Listen, you don't even need to call me anymore. One point five. That's it. And bye, bye. Like, thank you. You've changed my life. I don't know. That's crazy. But yeah, I mean, so listen. Well, and also, uh, this this man too. It's like you, you know, you have all these things in place. You know, your prenup. You know, spouse support is gonna be there. Child support is gonna be there. So why do you guys? Why do you do stupid stuff to mess up the relationship? You they know what I mean? Care. Like. Come on now. And then you want to be whining and you know how the system is. Um, which one should we go to? Should we go to something serious or we should Well you said Meek Mill, he's free? Yeah, Meek Mill is officially free, you guys. Um he is a free man, he is off parole, everything he's done, like you know, done, we done. all yeah, he's done done. Like mm. we all know that Meek has been battling this case for years since he was a teenager, in and out of prison, you know, been free Meek since forever, and Meek is finally a hundred percent free. So oh, that is good. we are very happy to hear that. He has said of course he's gonna continue to stay in the uh talks of, you know, prison reform and prison you know, the abol- ab- abolishment of the prison mm. industrial complex and everything like that. But we just wanted to shout out Meek for like So he has no parole, nothing anymore. No, nothing. He's Ooh. like a free man good for him good for him so i was doing some little research too like what's going on in the world so um basically rescued trafficked woman held in how you say it? aberrant aberrant that's my accent dude. i don't know how to say it i don't even know the words <laughs> aberrant, <laughs> terrible okay conditions in nigerian shelters um so basically basically women who are like trafficked like so this thing, you know, in Nigeria, like housemaids and stuff. Because mm-hmm. even when I lived in Nigeria, my family had a housemaid. And when I do talk to them, you know, they were told that they were going to go to America. Really? No, like they were really, they were really, because cause all of them are from like maybe Village. Congo mm-hmm. or they're from Togo, you wow. know. Yeah, yeah, or Kotonu. Like, so Nigeria is a different place to them. But it's also like, it's like a neighboring country, you know. Yeah. So a lot of them were told that, oh, you're going to take you to America mm-hmm. or to London, to abroad, whatever, and then we'll pay you. But then they find out they're in Nigeria, like, gee, I'm like right next door. Um, but my point is, so many women, of course, you know, tr- people in general trying to leave Nigeria, you know, because wow. of the economic situation, better job, whatever. Wow. And a lot of them do end up going to Libya. You know, that's mm. another African country. Going to Libya, so a specific woman, she was told about a job, and she was told that she was going to earn $400 a month. I mean, she was an 80-year-old woman, and she got there, and of course, she was involved in sex trafficking. She had a madame, you know. Wow. You know, 
That's how it all happens. And eventually, she was able, they rescued her, and she was able to go back to Nigeria. So now they do have this thing where they're rescuing women, uh, Niger- um, women you know, who are tra- trafficked and taken back to Nigeria. But the thing is that they're put into these shelters where uh, they're not allowed to go out. They're not allowed to see their family. So you went from one person to another? To another. To another. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they're trying to go see their family. And, you know, many of them are like, I can't just stay here and not do anything. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They're giving $100, um, 100 naira per day for transportation. That is nothing. Yeah. That's like literally nothing. So it's like, okay, what was the point of rescuing them if you're not really going to try and make them better and give them a, give them a better life, you know? Maybe take them to some vocational school, you right. know? Let them learn tailoring or whatever it is. Let them learn something. Let yeah. them go back to their family. Yeah, at least that. Yeah, but it's like, what is the point of rescuing them and putting, putting them in, them in horrible... Co- Listen, horrible conditions, food, barely enough food, barely enough water, and it's just, it's sad, it's sad, it's just like, ugh, this sex trafficking is really real, it's a really major issue going on in Asian countries, African countries, and also in the United States too, you know, but that's sad, that's just to create some type of awareness on what's going on in the world currently, um... Another thing. Um, so Africa begins its countdown to being polio-free, finally. Do you know when polio was eradicated? Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy that polio is still... But guess which country also yeah. sees polio in the map? Nigeria. Like, that's crazy. Like, I actually really thought about it like polio. Because you, you learn about polio and it's like... That's like, what's... Oh, it's been, that Teddy Roosevelt? I, no one of the presidents had polio. I thought you were saying like he was one who read it. No, I'm saying that that was like he had it. He the did. last person I really know no, that uh, had, had polio. Like you don't see people have um, polio. You know what I'm saying? Maybe but, that's a vaccine that one must get. Yeah, exactly. Vaccine. But basically, now after it begins countdown to being polio free, as Nigeria marks three years without the disease, Damn. and you know a lot of the, the issue is also just being able to get. To give those vaccines. The northern part of Nigeria, you know, that's where there's not some, you know, some states, mm-hmm. the education literacy is really low. Um, it's really super religious as well. Yeah. You know, so there's some is against, you know, immunization, vaccination, things like that. So, so that's really what, like, it's holding the country back as well. Um, but finally, you know, <sighs> no polio. So that's wonderful. Good. That is wonderful. Because polio True. is no joke. It affects yeah, your, whole, your whole body. It affects your body. It really does. Um, but thank God for that. Okay, let's talk about future. Y'all, future really is the poster child for ancient men. Mm. Like, I've never seen a man so comfortable in being a deadbeat to be, like, really a terrible partner. Like, so in this, um, this week's adventures with future, we know that he is... Basically, his alleged baby mama is trying to get a paternity case to force him to pay for the child. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been a lot of reports going back and forth. They're saying in the shade room stuff like he put a hit out on her so that she wouldn't talk and wouldn't have the baby. And then like future a hit out, yeah, like a hit to have her pop pop. What? All these stories where he had like a court, he was trying to go through the court case. Oh, no. It was like paternity. he tried to have a hit out on her um, to oh, like, you know, wow. to fix the problem before it became a problem. And, you know, on the other hand, Future's trolling on social media talking about, I have five women that I'm in love with and this, He's that, and the other. And it's just, I just don't think it's funny. Like, you're, you're, you're well into your 30s. You're you're a grown No, he's man. a grown man. Like, and this isn't funny at all. And I think that it's, it's even shameful. 
It's it's like and you have pride in this too. Yeah. Like you're the city boy, the city man. Like you just so yeah, prideful. Like no you shame. Like it. You have like how many baby mamas, you know? And my sister in law, she was telling me like you you know what, she's also upset at upset at this lady too because it's like we, we already know future's history. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's like for you to go ahead and date this man, never maybe not even date sleep with this man without protection, get pregnant and then you want to shout that he's a deadbeat. What do you expect? Like, you knew that was going to be the role. Yeah, because people think that, well, at the end of the day, I'm putting him on child support. and Because he's supposed to do this responsibility. Yeah, blah, blah. yeah that's but true. Like, but it's like, you intentionally put yourself in that situation. So please, yeah. cry indoors. Don't cry in public. Cry in private. Stop trying to whine that, oh, your child needs to have his father. You really think this child is going to have their father? You Did you really think that? Like, let's think about it. Future, the same person that said, I'm good, love. Enjoy. Gee, Yes. Like, Telling people to to cry in yeah in Benzio, in the, uh, whatever, cry in the bigger car, but nonetheless, it's saying still cry, yo. I will still make you cry, but, but at like, least you are crying in a luxury in the car. And not a Bye. It's like, girl, you know what you're getting into. So all this, oh, he's a deadbeat. Oh, because I saw a little comment suit that she was making. Girl, keep quiet. My thing is, if y'all think if he if he don't care about the child he had with a public figure about as Sierra, Sierra like I'm sure he sees baby future or whatever. Of course but, now. But like if if that's the is like that what do y'all who have no clout no influence no money think that he gonna do with y'all like come on so I don't know yes nonetheless he still needs to pay child support take care of your child I mean kids six seven now it's too many it's too many I, I can't keep trying it's so sad but alright y'all you know what we're about to do that's our hot topic for you we are about to get into the of the week alright let me get y'all to drop right quick Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Oh, Lord, oh, Rabata. Goofass. <laughs> all right, so this week's Olodo of the Week comes all the way from Oklahoma. A local Oklahoma TV anchor, Alex Houston, caused intense controversy because she called her co-worker. So let me give you context. Mm-hmm. Alex is a white woman. Her co-worker is a black man. Um, She said he looks like a gorilla. So this all started because they had a segment on a gorilla in a local zoo. You know those segments. Like, a new gorilla is born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the animals. And she laughs and says, oh, he kind of looks like her co-worker. Which, you know, as we all know, the history of America, that's a no-no. <laughs> that is a no-no. She just said, like, oh, kind of looks like you a little bit. So then she gets on national TV and she starts crying. Oh, she started crying? Oh, let's listen yeah, to it. it. I said something yesterday that was inconsiderate, that was inappropriate, and I hurt people. And I want you to know, I understand how much I hurt you out there and how much I hurt you. I love you so much, and you have been one of my best friends for the past year and a half, and I would never do anything I wish y'all could see the video. This white, this black man is looking like, girl. This is the same cry they all be having. Exactly. It, that, that cry is the same, like, fake cry. Like, bye. Now, here's my thing. I ain't gonna start. <laughs> Listen, you know me, I keep it a thousand. He, he did kind of look like that gorilla. No, no, no. Why like, he look like a gorilla? Huh? Not because he was black, but he really had the eyes and the shape yeah. of his face. Everything did look like that angle of the gorilla. Like... 
I'm not saying he looked like a gorilla because in general. Because he's a black man, but you're saying he No, just... I'm saying that he just so happened to resemble that gorilla. Is how, it how, like, what's his name? Don Cheeto look like a monkey? Don Cheeto do kind of look like a monkey. You know what I'm saying? Like, but we're not saying because he a black man, he a monkey. <laughs> However, she she's a donkey. So because... how do you think, so what do you, so wait, what, how, what do you think for her? You think he was like, oh, he has those gorilla fit features. No, bro. If you look, matter of fact, I'm going to show you. But how, thing. what do you think in that head? Was was she like, do you think it was a combination of both? Like, oh, he a black man. No, I think that she really was like, yo, that's so crazy that this gorilla kind of look like you. <laughs> because if you look at the gorilla, the gorilla does look like him. Gee, I'm not so even why is she a little though? She's a little because she said, it on, we, she said it on air. And you know, you have to, see, so that level, you, you have know. to know your optics. You know what I'm saying? It's like it, it, when you have a certain level of, that, that's how we call it political correctness mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying at this point we've had issues with h&m with the whole monkey, the monkey thing. thing like we we're aware now at this point of the history of white people calling african-americans monkeys saying anything related to like we know the historical mm-hmm. facts at this point for you to say that on tv girl you should have waited till after known. the segment and yeah. something like y'all could have been cracking up and nobody would have known any of this you should you put yourself on jeopardy and then what made you a lodo furthermore is that you got on tv and you crying crying girl don't Mother, you, you hurt people i hurt people girl hurt people hurt make this people. apology about him Which exactly. one is like, i'm so sorry i hurt people because i'm listening that what was all that story please like you should have just straight up just apologize you know what when i said it it's because of our relationship mm-hmm. i really did think that it was a resemblance not because of anything racially not too right but and it, and it wasn't to incite anything but that wasn't sensitive knowing the history of african-americans right, being right. compared to, to say on tv too yeah yeah. Simple as that. Instead, you out here crying crocodile tears. Girl, don't make crocodile care. Crocodile tears. Hideous. <laughs> but right. that is hilarious. Those were our hot topics, y'all. Yeah. So let's get into our main topic. I'm excited for this topic. So this topic of the week is girl, girl code. code. Ooh. All right. So let's talk about what girl code is, first of all. To me, girl code is loyalty to your girls. It's loyalty to women, right? Like, every week we get on here, we talk about something related to women, how women should empower each other, how we should do this, that, and the other. But I think there's a fine line between crossing girl code and I don't owe you any loyalty. And mm-hmm. I think that that's a fine line a lot of women can't seem to juggle. So I really just want to put it out there. Like, this is what I consider girl code. If mm-hmm. you violate these things for me, you violated me. That's mm-hmm. just it. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a set of unwritten rules. Like, we don't need to write down, come here and write commandments, you know, <laughs> of what friendship or girl code, especially girl code should be. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, girl code, it's, it's, it's like simple things, too. It is simple It's thing. not even that deep. And you don't even have to have, like, a, a super deep best friendship with a person for you, for you guys to acknowledge girl code, too. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? For example, we talk about this, too. Like, you know, if you're going out with your girls, girls, you, guys, you go out, you guys stick together. No matter what. Don't, because you see some cute guy. I mean, yes, I understand we're all adults. Yeah, of course. You see some cute guy trying to holler at you, talk to him. You know what I'm saying? Get his number. Woo, woo. But then you want to do it to the extent that, oh, you just really exclude your friends. You know what I'm saying? Or or, or you just really out here on the dance floor. Especially if you see, okay, your other friends are still sticking together. It wasn't that type of night where we're all just like, oh, girl, whatever happens, happens. It's not that type of night, too. So 
If you go somewhere, let's stick together. Don't exactly. leave me at the club and you see, oh, I found some cute guy. I'm going to go go out with him or go to his house. Why would he do that? Exactly. I feel like that, like, for you to put me in danger like that, you're not my friend, sis. Like, at the end of the day, no matter what, we came together, we leave together. The only way I let my friends leave with, without when they came with me is if I know the person they're leaving with. Exactly. And then, of course, you just want to also make sure that, okay, well, even if I'm letting my friend leave, but you as a friend, you have to make sure, like, oh, how am I getting home? Especially, what, what if that friend was the driver? So now I have to look for Uber. Exactly. Like, I just feel like it's never that serious. Like, if y'all really that thirsty, drop me off, do something, make sure I'm home, and then go do you. Like, yeah. Don't. It's not fun. Yeah. It's, I've been in that situation before. Yeah. I feel like girl code, too. Like, it's just like... Being real with each other, you know, being honest, you know, not being phony and talking behind each other back. Like, you have an issue with me, let me know, mm-hmm. okay? And not that you're going spreading everyone else, but then you still you know, kicking in my face. Why? For what? Exactly. I just, I feel like a big part of girl code that we don't talk about, or that we do talk about, but people try to ignore at times, it's kind of like... How should we tell our friends things that they might not want to hear? You know what I'm saying? I like a big one is like if you see exactly if you see her boyfriend or a man she's talking to or something with somebody else or like Girl. if you hear like somebody that she's super cool with that she rides for talking about her behind her back. Girl, see my parents. Eh? My parents always told me both my dad and my mom. If now the key word if you see your friend's husband cheating, they say take your face away mind your business that's what he always told me like oh you know because it's like how do you know she doesn't really know she you know he cheats on her how do you know they're not gonna reconcile you know what if you just make the situation worse my mom said that that's husband you know what i'm saying because mm-hmm. husband wife situation is a little bit more icky you know Sensitive. and even if because then i'm thinking i'll be thinking like okay what if she ends up getting AIDS because he's cheating her and i saw him cheating you know what right, I'm saying? So it's like, in my head, I'm going to be guilty because, like, damn, my husband gave her AIDS because he's cheating. And then I knew she was cheating. And I didn't say nothing because, like, I could have saved from getting the AIDS. But it's a really complicated issue. <laughs> but let's keep it to a boyfriend and girlfriend. You know, if I see... Now, let me ask you this. Would you want your friend to tell you? Because not every woman can take it, though. Because sometimes we'd be, we'd, we'd be like, oh, yeah, let me know this and that. But women are really sensitive when it comes to their relationship. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some women don't want to hear it. Oh, you talking about my man, this and that. So I'm asking you, would you, do you think you feel comfortable? How would you feel? Oh, are you the type that, hey, my friend, if you see my man cheating, let me know. I think it's always how you bring things to people. Because people, some people bring it with maliciousness. Like, some people bring it like, like girl, I saw you your know, man. They mm-hmm. instantly start, girl, your man. Blah, 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 and it's just like, at the wrong place, all, one time. calm down. You know what I'm saying? It's You could tell me in a way of like, hey, girl, you know, I, I don't know if you know, but I saw so-and-so at this place. He was with a girl. I don't know. You know, that could be his friend, but I'm just letting you know, like, is that something that you knew? <laughs> cool. Like, just simple as that. So, would you tell your friend if you saw her boyfriend cheating on her? Yeah, it depends on the friend. Like, I would tell you. Mm-hmm. I would tell Nussie. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. some, of, some of our friends, I would tell, like, instantly. But if you're not um, so close to them, you probably wouldn't. If I wasn't so close, you know, I might try and put some receipts together before I say anything. Do you, okay. I think overall, yeah, too, you should... Because I wouldn't want to bring, bring something like that up without it being factual, you know? 
Because, you know, I may be reading meaning into something, but you know, there may be no meaning to it. Exactly. You know, what if he's very close friends with some girl and I see, oh, maybe I see them like his arms are on her shoulder and that's a childhood friend. And that exactly. you already know about, but I don't know about. So I'm over here like, girl, I saw him arms all wrapped up with some girl, but, you know, it could have been something different. So definitely, would definitely like to do a lot of research, but then you don't want to do too much digging too. Cause, but it's, it's really like a really tough situation, but I would definitely tell you too, especially if it's boyfriend, if it's your husband, it may take me a little second. I don't know. I'll be, be scared. I have to pray about it, G, because I'm like, damn, you know? So, okay, here's another really good girl code question. Um, when it comes to guys and boyfriends and stuff, what is off limits in terms of talking to or starting a relationship or even being friends with your friend's ex? Oh, your friend's ex. Or even mm. even if it's like not That's the full ex. Because, you know, these days in New Millennium, we have so many situationships. So yeah, yeah. So what's the like level of he's off limits? Is that, it that we have to sleep together or like what's the level? Uh, that could get really icky. That's a good one, too. Because I've had that situation. I think it was like high school boyfriend. We didn't, we didn't even get physical and nothing like that but it's just like you know high school boyfriend prom day you were him, him for like a good couple you know how high school fresh college relationship relation you know they, they be you know um so we i was with him for a little second um but i had a friend who she was actually telling me like girl you should break up with him he's not this and that whoa, whoa. long story short me and the dude ended up breaking up not because she told me to but just the relationship just wasn't gonna work out but then also remember that she was in my ear telling me to break up with him we all went to the same community college, too. Out of nowhere, I'm just saying, ah, she's close to the guy. Ah, what was this? And you met him through me, too. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like you guys... It wasn't even like you guys even... Even while we were together, it wasn't like you guys built a friendship while we were together. So I'd be like, okay, well, you guys did did build a friendship while we were together, you know? It was like, oh, this friendship is developing because and after we broke up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So all y'all going on double dates. You bring you bringing your other friend to come and be his date. Oh, girl, are you supposed to be my friend? That's a, do- a total violation. Exactly. Girl, girl. Total or, or you and violation. your friend going to his apartment. And, you know, things that with me, I told her, like, hey, you've been close to this guy. It's making me uncomfortable, you know? And mm-hmm. I'm going to, like, distance myself from you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? For you to do that. Oh, no, it's not like that. You know, it's just casual. It's just friends. You know, I got you. But I definitely did distance myself. Right? I just couldn't take it. So that's weird to me. You know what I'm saying? It's levels. Now, let's say... They did develop a, I saw that was a genuine friendship over a period of time before we broke up. Right. That's a different story. Like, right. at least I would even be be sure about the friendship. Before, you know what I mean? Right. But with things like that, no. It's definitely a boundary. See, you have to. with my experience with a situation like that, it got very tricky. Mm. Um, because it, it was very, like... Um, in my situation, it was, first of all, it was a lot of he say, she say, right? Like, we never dated. We never even really had an official thing. But I think that there was just a lot of um, talk around the situation between us, right? Okay. And I think that when that situation started getting out of hand, there was a lot of malicious things said that ends up coming out that kind of like... Who was saying the malicious whatever. stuff? Uh, a lot of different people, people that I was cool with, that I was close to, um, about him the guy the himself, about about, you. about me, about the whole aspect of us or whatever. So anyway, I had a friend that I was very close to, um, out the blue, develop <laughs> what seemed like an, uh, a relationship with the person, yeah. and for me, it was like oh, you God. know, it wasn't oh, even yeah. the 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 issue of the relationship i think for me sometimes what violates the girl code is how you go about pursuing the relationship that's very true that's very true you know like it's it's okay so i feel like if it's really that deep to you 
or if it's something that you think is that worth it everything is always warranted a conversation like yeah. if it's like you know what it just kind of happened we start feeling each other I don't want to disrespect you but this that and the other you know then I feel like that puts your friend in the predicament to be like okay you know sure go ahead and if you say go ahead it's no no, no foul play mm-hmm. but if you just kind of do it especially if you say like oh I wouldn't do that to you then you do it anyway it makes oh. you seem some type of way okay now nah, I don't know why it's not just clicking I'm just like what is she talking about <laughs> Yeah, definitely. You know, and it's like, okay, now let's switch it up. Would you be okay with a friend? You know, let's say you, okay, let's say you, you know how we said about this new age relationship. You talk right. to some guy. You mm-hmm. guys even get to relationship status, but you guys talk, but things just didn't work out. And, you know, your friend, and you, would you be okay with your friend dating the guy? Go ahead. If, I, if it really was like we just talked and nothing, you know, we talked and it just didn't click for us, but they click with that person, mm-hmm. go ahead. Let's say you did like the guy, but he just wasn't really feeling you, so things definitely didn't work out between then you. Then don't go ahead. Ah. Uh. Because now my, my feelings are invested. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a different feeling. Like, I think, like, with, with female relationships... Because, girls, we talk about relationships. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to hear you talk about the dude that I was trying to be with. And I've talked to you about how I felt about him. So, I feel like that should just be awkward to you It'd in general. Obvious. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why she said how they go about it, too. Exactly. Don't do it behind my back. And then later on, I'm like, oh, yeah, me and him linked up. Or but it's like, if you are feeling him and uh, if it is that there's really something going on that maybe there's true potential between y'all, definitely talk to me about it. Don't let me have to find out on social media or through the guy. Exactly. That's what makes it worse, too. I done had that situation, too, where I found out through the guy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, me and you were supposed to be tight. I I didn't expect that loyalty from him. I expected it from you. Okay, so we're still on on the conversation of girl code and stuff. Um, So I think some people think that girl code to a degree is also like being a great support system mm-hmm. um and you know we know that women go through things especially let's be transparent i know i'm the friend that has gone through a relationship that all my friends have told me let it go let it go let it go and then i always run back and then i become back right back crying mm-hmm. and i know there was like a point in high, in college where all my friends are like well if you cry over him then you're just gonna cry over him like we're not gonna be there for you mm-hmm. is that violating girl code because i was pissed at that time no it's not no it's about that action because i know i I've said that, you know, because I'm not like, girl, if you're going to keep it, because I'm like, okay, it's the same thing. And you have to think about the other person's point of view, too. Imagine mm-hmm. if, it's like a broken record. I'm telling you, and obviously, not just I'm telling you, but obviously the signs are there, and not just the signs, the actions are following up, like, this situation is good for you, you know what I'm saying? So imagine constant, someone constantly hearing the same thing. Like, your parents is constantly complaining about something you've told them about, mm-hmm. and they keep on talking about it, and you just like, and then they're crying about it, so it's like, you do get frustrated at times, like, and it's fr- frustration is also like, damn, I'm constantly seeing my friend cry, it's also hurting me, too, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I don't want to constantly feel bad or feel sad or constantly, all the time they call you, it's about this same negative situation, too. You have to think about their side, too, but now, if they're, they're really, like, they're not there for you, I can see how upset you, but you can't fully blame them. Because I do, I've not done it where I'm like, oh, I wouldn't. I would say, but I'll still be there, you know what I'm saying? But I do know situations where, like, even my mom, is, she's like, I know maybe some situation with somebody, and she's like, you know what, please just don't talk about me. But so she told her friend, don't talk to me about that situation anymore. Because mm-hmm. it's so negative. And then you also, energy affects each other, too. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, every time we meet up, that's all you talk about. You bring my spirits down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And even when I try to advise you, it's like, I'm one, one, just going through one ear to the other. Don't let's talk about it, because there's not going to be no resolution. As friends, we can't advise each other. We can't help each other. What's the point? And we're going to talk about it for how many years? 
Girl, because at that time, let me tell y'all, at that time, you know, granted, I was like 20, 21. Mm-hmm. Um, it just felt like, oh my God, my friends are so phony. Like, they not going to be here for and me when I'm Did they do crying. that? Were they not there with you, for you? Well, some of those friends not here no more, so. But that's because they weren't friends in general. Uh, you but know at the saying? time, no, they weren't. They like It was like you were, but they weren't. Mm-hmm. They like literally was just whatever. Yeah. Um, But that's neither here nor there. That just talks about their personality. But can you also see from no, the other I, side, No, I definitely too? see it. But um, I think that at, the, at that time, I did see it as like, you know what? Like, I think at the end of the day, if I'm this upset, you should always just be here for me because I'm upset. But I do see what you're saying. Yeah. Right? And I think that's that's a good conversation with girl called. Yeah, because like, it's on first you know, to the person, is it, too. Is it my responsibility to always be the ears that you fall on because we're girls? Because we understand emotionality yeah. and all those things? Like, is that like an unwritten like responsibility that falls on us to always understand your emotions as human beings we're not always going to understand emotions it's some things that you talk about in my head i'm like i don't know what she's talking about you know what i'm saying but i we can agree to disagree i'm gonna be a i'm gonna be supportive and hear you out you know what i'm saying we're not always going to understand each other's emotion some shit some things that our friends do we like girl she dumb as hell but you're gonna be like okay girl it's okay girl like we're just not gonna stand each other however Yes, be open. Mm-hmm. Yes, be listening. You know what I'm saying? And as human beings, we all make mistakes. Sometimes it just be like, I ain't feel like doing it. Or I don't feel like whatever, you know? So here's another scenario, mm-hmm. Girl Code. What about, um, as you know, girl girls, we have girl gangs, tribe. Mm-hmm. What if two girls in your girl, you know, your, your situation, they into it, like, really bad. Like, they have a situation, mm-hmm. and you're stuck in the middle. What does Girl Code tell you to I do? I think definitely try to be a mediator, because that's what I would do. Really bring them together, like... Especially if it's two, it's two of them and you're not involved in the situation, bring them together and try to find a resolution. Try for them to see each other's point of view. Don't pick sides, especially if there's no, there's, it's not, there's, a, there's no need to pick a side. I feel like I only pick a side if it's one, if it's one of those outrageous situations where maybe one gets separate, the other gets boyfriend, or you know those crazy situations. Mm. But don't pick sides because then that's gonna make it worse. Then when the the group divides, it's kind of like where are you gonna go? You know what I mean? That's what I think. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I do think that because I've been in situations where it was like, you know, it's been tension within the group and then I felt like a person chose sides and then to me that just was like, now I got beef with you because mm-hmm. it's like you already told me what your, where your loyalty lies. Right. Um, but you know what? I also think that Damn, I just lost the thought I was going to go out. Never mind. About them choosing sides? Yeah, I was going to say, like, I also feel like... You, oh, so you mentioned, like, oh, if it was something outrageous of, like, your friend sleeping with your friend. There's this kind of rule that women have put on ourselves, like, oh, you never get into it over a man or something mm-hmm. like that. But, like, what is the line about getting into it over a man? That's a good question. I've, I've, nowadays, not even nowadays, not, women get into fight over men all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't. That, that's something I was told myself, you know? And my mom is also bigger than, like, fight over a man. For what? Like, what? So I think the question is, okay, what is the issue that will make you fight over a man? About who liked me first? You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm trying to think, like, what would make me fight over a man? Well, what strength do people fight over a man? He talked, you know, it's probably one of those, like, oh, we went to the club and he looked, he looked at me first. I could tell he liked me. Or he was in my DM first, but y'all ended up dating. You know what's a funny story? What? I, so in sixth grade, I was bullied oh, really sixth bad. Grade. Right? No, it's it's super funny, but I feel like it's somewhat relevant. Sixth grade, I was bullied really bad. And it was by this girl. Me and her used to be like this. Like she was like my play sister, like this everything. Mm-hmm. And the odd thing about it is because she was trying to get with this boy, mm-hmm. Jarrell. And 
um, she saw me talking to Jarrell, but I was talking to Jarrell for another friend because one of my other friends like liked him. But I didn't know her and Jarrell was trying to like, you know, have a little thing. Mm-hmm. So she came to me like, oh, I saw you talking to Jarrell. I heard you trying to put him on with so-and-so. And I was like, girl, I was just doing it because she asked me to, you know, on some other stuff. And I didn't know that that was you. Like, it's cool. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my girl who asked me to put him on denied the whole thing. And before I knew it, all of these girls hated me because then it was just like, you try to put on somebody else with my man and now by oh. virtue of this and the other. So like my entire sixth grade year was hell all because of I boys. tried to help my friend get and kind of like talk to another wow. guy. Wow. She bogus. You know what I'm saying? And it's like in hindsight, that's like the stupidest thing ever. But there are so many situations where girls, where women, you know, not even just say girls, like women just off the bat won't like you because like, Oh, you know, that's the girl that he used to mess with before me. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. like, or he had texted her when we were on break, and I just, I just yeah. don't trust yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like many girls, you know, as I mentioned, maybe petty, like, oh, maybe he's still in your DMs because maybe he was attracted to you, but you know you weren't responding. You know you weren't interested, and then maybe he hit up your friend. He may not even know that that's your friend. But then, out of nowhere, you want to start having an attitude like, oh, girl, he used to talk to me. He used to be on me, woo-woo-woo. Like, mm, you know, making up lies and just really trying to get her not to like him because you just didn't like the fact that. But it's like, you can't even blame the girl or the friend in that situation, you know? Mm-hmm. Some girls are legit just that petty. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Girls can be really petty. It would be surprising, but it's quite funny because all the women do not have each other's back. Like, jealousy is a big thing within females. Since I think it's also funny, like, since I brought that situation up, um, when it comes to hooking your friends up with people, where do you, where would you put that on, like, your, am I in it or am I not in it? Because I think now, I think as we've gotten older, and mm. we all talk about this a lot, mm. girl code has changed, mm. right? Like, we say sometimes as we've gotten older, um, I'm not going to comment on your relationship. Mm. When we were younger, we used to stay like, eh, 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 eh. But now as we're getting older, we're like, eh, you know what? I'm just not going to comment on your relationship. So you're asking about hooking up a friend or commenting yeah. on a relationship. Um, those are two different things. Those are two different things. So let's start with the first question. The first question is uh, hooking up your friend. I will like, hook my friend up. But for me, I'll make sure I do research that, okay, this is a good guy. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't hook up with just any other, any guy for no reason or just because. Unless you're just looking, you're looking for fun. Dude, I'm not a rapper. I don't even, who am I going to hook anybody up? I don't even know. Anyway, but yeah, I would hook somebody up with a good person. Mm-hmm. Now, second question. Um, commenting on relationship. You're right. The more older you get, the more sensitive it becomes. You know, because even you, you don't want people commenting too much on relationship as well. You know, people don't know everything. They only know what you tell them that's going on in relationship. Um, I've definitely learned to not comment too much. You know, I would give general advice like, oh, hey, especially if it's one of those situations where that um, clearly he, it's not a good fit or he's doing you bogus. But it's only so, at the end of the day, there's only so much you could say because people are going to do what they want to do at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And they, you don't want to cross the line. You don't want to sound like you know it all or you're mm-hmm. controlling their relationship because then it will lead to insults like, girl, right. you know. It's, it's sensitive. You can't say too much in people's relationship. You really can't. Because even if it's not... It, 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 it may not be something cool with you, but they may be okay what's going on with their relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just have to learn to find a balance. You know, don't do too much. Don't talk too much. Sometimes your opinion is not needed. You don't always have to say your opinion. So that's what I'm learning too. The older I get... Keep your opinion in your head, swallow it, and keep on moving, you know? Yeah. You don't always have to say how you feel, like, oh, I feel that he did it. No, just keep quiet, you know? Like, let them figure it out sometimes, yeah, you know? Yeah, sometimes you just, you're forced to just say, 
I'm happy for you. Exactly. You know, and it's not necessarily saying that I'm happy for you. I'm not saying that in a fake way where it's like you're not happy, but it's saying that it's like, no matter how I might feel if I was in this situation, you like it, I love it. Yeah. And like, I think that's a big thing that I've had to learn in my female relationships as I've gotten older. Yeah. Where it's like, if you like it, I love it. However, if you do see signs and you feel like, okay, a situation where you probably do need to say something, say something. It's all about delivery. You yeah. Know? It's all about delivery and your tone. That's it. Definitely keep it real, too. You know, keeping it real don't mean... Now, keeping it real don't mean you just say everything just like that and have no manners. But, you know, you could still be diplomatic in a mm-hmm. way in your approach and stuff. So, me... Okay, so everyone... I have brothers, and I have a lot of male friends that I consider brothers, too. A big pet peeve of mine is if I tell you not to talk to one of my brothers or somebody that <laughs> I'm with or like one that of my play petty. brothers, I hate when people that just me do don't, it. Listen, Dami got three older brothers. Before they got married, though, she does not want any of her friends to talk to her brother. Because what took you Especially there? the one that was a doctor. I'm going to tell him he's there <laughs> He's fine. I, I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I want to do this, but I'm just, ah, come on. Hook your friend up with a good potential man. I Why are you being a hater? Listen, I've already said what my hard nose are, and for people to still try to do it, I, and it don't even be like my blood brothers, too. Sometimes it just be like people that's like, we, oh. we bro, we gang. Like I said, So, no. okay, you don't want your friends to not date your... No, sometimes I, no, 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 no. Sometimes if I if you ask me and this and the other, and I've said I, I don't think it'll work out for okay, so whatever you know reason because okay, I already okay. know, mm-hmm. and then you do it anyway, and then now y'all in some some nonsense. Yeah, yeah, I feel you definitely. Yeah, now you done made it awkward for me. Now you of tra- course, now, of course. I've had situations where I've had roommates who try to hook up with like my play brothers, and now y'all got into it, and now you try to act like he can't come ah! over no more, and it's like. I'm now you can't come over no more because I told you. You know what I'm saying? I told you this is what it was going to be. And now you're talking about he can't come through no more. Ah! I, but it's like, girl, this is my brother, though. He been my brother even before I knew you as a friend. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just like, but you still did what you wanted to do. Yeah. In that case, I'm like, you have to let her know, like, hey, he's who was my friend even before you? Or even if it was after him, after you, he is legit a friend of mine. Yeah. So, yes, I respect your space, whatever. But this is also my space, my apartment. And he's also my friend. So... Just stay in your room when you're here. So, okay, so then that's not bogus. Because, like, even if it wasn't, like, my play brother, say you have, like, a friend or somebody, and I dated them, and it was just like, oops, you know. It didn't work Situation out. over, yeah. Would it just be like, you would just hang out with us differently? Or yeah, like, that would be it. I, yeah. would, I wouldn't say, oh, guys, let's go have, let's go hang out and get some ice cream. You would just have, yes, naturally, it would make the middle person feel awkward, weird. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to keep my friendship. I'm not going to say because you guys stop being friends. You know, especially relationship stuff, too. You know what I mean? That's... You know, it's not like, come on now. It's like, y'all do you. And even if he did cheat, yes, it may, put, it may put a slight strain on the because I'm like, damn, you hurt my friend, whatever, but you didn't cheat on me. You know, and it's cheating things like that happen in relationships. Too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, gorgeous. yeah, I mean, it's just, it's real, you know? Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I what mean, else about Girl Code? I just feel like with Girl Code, at the end of the day, just be honest with me. That's like the only thing. I I, I am a big loyalty person. Mm-hmm. Be honest with me. Show me loyalty. When people are talking about me in front of you, mm-hmm. let me know. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's a lot of people, especially in the recent years, where it's like, you know, as I have, as, as well, who, they said it was Jay-Z that said it. Um, if somebody's talking about me in front of you, why do they feel that comfortable talking mm-hmm. about me in front of you like mm-hmm. that? Or mm-hmm. like, what did you say when, when they said it? So that's kind of just how I am. Like, 
you know, like, just let me know that even when I'm not there, you still have my back. And that's mm-hmm. all girl code is for me. I don't expect a different type of standard that I hold to my male friends just because you're a female. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, it, you know, the only thing is like, yeah, don't date my man. That's, that's like ah! the only, that is the only standard I think I she hold says, to my female friends that I don't hold for my male that's friends. That's don't but actually, male man. friends don't date my man either. That's weird. Eh, wow. Well, okay, that's the life we live in too. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and that is girl code for you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, let's get into our cross-cultured conversation. What was our cross-cultured conversation for the week? All right, so the cross-cultured conversation of the week. So I want to ask. Um, she said, I have a question. I know Erica mentioned asking questions on dates. What type of what type of questions should we be asking to know the nature and character of a person? That's a good question. That's a really good question. Um, I think that it just aligns with what are the things that you consider important in your life, mm-hmm. uh, such as kind of like what do you want to do or where do you see yourself in a couple mm-hmm. of years? Um, mm-hmm. You know, what do you value? You know, I ask them, like, in really subtle questions. Like, I, I'm not the person to directly act, ask a guy, like, how many kids you trying to have? Like, that's mm-hmm. weird. Like, I just might ask, like, something like, um, you know, did, did you have a big family? Do you think that's a lot? Or, like, you right. know, I'll ask in, like, a subtle way. I think it definitely depends on, like, the level of the date. Like, okay, first dates, yeah. You could still be a little like, oh, hey, you know, what do you like? Woo-woo. But if you're going on, like, you know, third, fourth, fourth date, you know, and you don't look for a relationship, I mean, listen. It's best to just keep it real out there. Are you looking for a relationship or are you just dating casually, you know? Um, as she said, what are things that are important for you? Is religion important to you? Ask about their religion. Ask about their family, you know? Ask about what their pet peeves are. What co- ask them what qualities are they even looking for in a partner? So you can know, like, okay, do I meet these qualities? Do I have this? You know, can I, can I even offer this person this? Because not even just about what you want, but also, like... Can you guys be a, a, a good match together, you know? So I think it's just all about being real. Don't be scared of the questions. Like, it's just best... I would ask... It's best to ask those questions early than to wait till y'all been dating for two months, three months, and you want to bring up, oh, so do you want to have kids? And you ask no question. It doesn't mean you're saying you want to have kids with him right away, but you just want to know what you're getting yourself into. So girl or guy, don't be scared to ask questions because... Listen, especially if you're looking for something serious, you don't want to waste your time. Listen, time's of the essence. Ask those questions, you know? And it's a way to ask questions, too, you know? where Because, you know, people can lie nowadays. People can just say, I want this, I want that. So find, trying to be smart with your questions and just to see their yes. personality, you know? And there is a difference between being inquisitive and interrogative. Like, you don't want to just straight ask, like, right, like you just asking the right questions. Yeah, but, you know, there's just, like, a way of, like, oh, I was just wondering, you know, put some finesse on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. But that's a good that's a good question. Yes, yep. we hope we answered your question, listener. But you guys, please also don't forget to go to our cross X Cultured Podcast page on Instagram. If you have any questions, comments, or you do want to comment on this conversation of the week, go to our page on and comment on our most recent video. And on Twitter, you can do the same thing at Cross X Cultured. Or you can also DM us personally. Um we Definitely. Do, you know, we take that too. But also, you know, try to keep it on the page. <laughs> All right, so let's um, do our... Black excellence. You know what I be thinking about? I be thinking about opulence. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. All right, um, you want to go first or should I go first? Um, 
I can go first. Yeah. All right. So my black excellence for the week comes from a young man coming out of North Carolina. So as we talked to y'all last week, we talked a lot about the Popeyes versus Chick-fil-A stuff. Um, but there's a North Carolina teen decided that while he was in the line, while, while, while people were in the line for these Popeyes chicken sandwich, he was going to register people to vote. We talked to y'all a lot about voting, especially with the 2020 election. Um, but the young gentleman's name is 17-year-old David Ledbetter. Um, he went out there. He saw this as an opportunity to spring people into action and get them to vote um, and register to vote for these up and coming elections. So let's give it up for David Ledbetter. I think that's really smart. Uh, that's, that's really smart to do. To take that opportunity and be like, hey, people are already in line, so let me just do that. See, black people, we are smart. Side note about that, you know Janelle Monet got into a lot of, she had a lot of backlash on Twitter for suggesting just that, that like, while people are waiting for the Popeyes, they should register to vote or this, any other. And a bunch of like, fake woke people on Twitter was like, are you saying black people yeah, vote? Yeah, ignoring like voter suppression in black community mm-hmm. and so on and so forth and yada, much. yada, yada. So whatever, Janelle Monet was right. My person, um, so she is the owner, she was the founder of this, um, non for profit organization called the Itoju Project. So basically, it's a, uh, an organization who basically is for coming together for the growth of the homeless um, community in Chicago. Um, so she's had some events where um, donate food, make food, or uh, I know she's gone to like a, a shelter where like she had like barbers cut their hair and just give them manicure. Um, and this is ran by Nosifat Shokoya. Girl, this is one of my best friends, y'all. <laughs> this is Nessie, our other friend that we always talk about. Um, yeah, and she's also currently in school. She is to be a what, occupational therapist. Girl, she is doing it. Um, but yeah, you know, black people, we, we're, we're definitely in it for our community. We do things for our community. So I just want to give it up to her as a Chicago native, Nigerian Chicago native as well, doing this for our community. Woo! <laughs> All right, girl, let's get into TV. All right, so Power came back this week, y'all. Um, those of you that watch Power, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. All right, so Angela did. <laughs> I'm so happy that Angela's dead. This is the only time I've been happy for somebody's death. Angela's dead. Wow. Uh, because death. Angela caused so much turmoil, and it just was like, ghost, you're goofy. Um, I'm glad she's dead. I ain't watch it, but I'm glad she's dead. I, just, I think there's a lot of, like... Power is goofy at times and how they present things, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, at the end of the day, I think it's going to be a really interesting season. Uh, The whole plot thus far is like Tommy versus Ghost, um, which is cool because we see them against the world. And in in the past couple of seasons, we've seen them hint at how Tommy and Ghost are starting to grow apart a little bit. So we'll see how this goes. I don't know who you team Tommy or team Ghost. Uh, I don't know. I need to watch it. Um, I've not watched a new season yet, but I don't know. I think... When last season ended, I was Team Tommy with the way it ended. You know, I was happy when I saw him, like, shoot, you know, what's her name, Angela. Because mm-hmm. Ghost, he's acting up. He's acting up towards everybody, you yeah. know. So, I'll say Tommy for the moment, but Tommy's a hothead. I'm Team Tommy because Tommy is loyal. And if you're loyal to Tommy, he's loyal to you. Right, 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 true. All right. Um, also, on that note, they changed the power theme song, and I think that it's the like wildest thing in the world. Is it that bad? I've not heard it's it. It's Trace. Trace just sound too croony. It's like too. You know how Trace will be singing. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. It's, just, <laughs> it's like 
it's just too poppy in a way. Ah, for um, the type of show it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's that. So Dave Chappelle um, has released a new stand-up on Netflix. Mm, um, I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to watch it probably maybe tonight, actually. Mm-hmm. And everybody says it's equally offensive. And that's the type of offense I like when everybody gets offended. Everybody get those shots. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dave Chappelle is a genius. I've, I've heard clips. I've seen some things. I think it's super hilarious. Um, I know one, the only backlash he's actually received from it so far comes from um, Dream Hampton, which we all know is like the producer, director of the Surviving R. Kelly. Ah, um, and if you remember, saying? he made a joke basically saying that like, you know, she was out here talking about I didn't want to be in it and I said it was too hot. He's like, I ain't never say that. I just said, I don't know the man. Um, which, you know, he delivered it way funnier than how I just did. But, mm-hmm. you know, like, I think that it's valid that he said that. It's like, damn, you did ask him to be in something that's completely defaming his this man's character and, and everything. You don't know him to that level to do that. you wrong. It's like, if you, know you don't know, saying? you don't know. Exactly. Why ask something you don't know? Exactly. Just because I did a little skit on my show, that doesn't mean, mean like I we know. was yeah. best friends or anything like that. So, True. yeah, I think that that was hilarious. Y'all should check it out. Um, in that same notion, Travis Scott, it's look, Mom, I could fly. Yeah, it's called Look, Mom, I could fly, which is basically just like an autobiography. Um, not autobiography, but like a, what's it called? A, a documentary based off of his own life and he talks a lot about his relationship with Kylie and Stormy mm-hmm. and everything and I haven't watched that either so seems cute yeah seems really cute um oh so Beyonce what she got going on so Beyonce has announced that her formation tour will be dropping on in October on Netflix I've seen mixed reviews on this some people are like girl we ain't we ain't asked to see all your tours on Netflix ah. some people are excited of course to watch a Beyonce tour mm-hmm. um, I think this is very similar reminds me of when say, she used to post stuff on HBO cause that's how she yeah when she did HBO yeah like, those were her deals with HBO like I'll go on tour and then I'll release the tour footage on HBO mm. so I mean I think it's just that it just so happens to be Netflix and we already pay for it so right. maybe it's lost it's exclusivity because of that but i'm gonna watch it right we're gonna watch it um so vala davis she is to play michelle obama in an upcoming tv series i think this is good at first you know i definitely was like um i think i definitely don't see the resemblance um but then i think about who else do i think can play i don't know you know i can't really think about any um, black actress at the moment that that looks like her is also a good actress and that will be able to like execute it very well too you know maybe regina king that's the only other person. Ah, I like her better. You like Regina King? Because right? I see more of a similarity with your face, mm-hmm. like teeth and with the face. I, okay, I didn't think about that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe because she's short? I don't know. We'll see. But we'll see. I, I'm, I'm interested to see like what will be the plot. Like What is I'm it going to be about? I'm interested in this show in general because yeah. it's supposed to be part of this like Showtime shows that... like. Um, Every episode is like something about each first lady. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. So okay. yeah, I'm, I'm actually curious as yeah, to how that show is gonna would look be. Like. Mm, I'm curious. Okay, and so there's this show called Beyond the Pole. It's on UMC. It's like a, you know, it's like a Netflix. It's like called for black urban shows. media yeah. channel or something yeah. like that. Netflix for black shows, pretty good. So basically, Beyond the Pole is about strippers, strippers in Atlanta, and their life as. Sh- uh, strippers, you know, when they want to stop stripping, why they haven't stopped stripping, why they go back to, because some of them have been stripping for 10 years, but it's like 10 years off and on. So, you know, so they do it and they stop and they go back. Um, there's one, you know, she got a college degree. She got her master's in business administration. She works in a hospital. She's also like a, a substitute teacher, but she yeah, she got all them jobs. She, she do, she do, but it's like, I guess, you know, at the end of the day, stripping is 
about fast money. That's you know? true. It's like you, Uber. You need a couple hundreds. Now, doesn't mean you're going to make money every night. You know, doesn't mean you're making thousands every night. No, because there are also some good and bad nights. But you need that fast money. You need a couple hundred dollars to pay some bills paid. It's like, just go to the pole. Go grab your shoes. And that's what it's about. But it's a pretty good show. So you just see, like, this also just regular women, you know. And it's, they, I didn't think they also do know that. They don't want their kids to do it too. That's the thing. Maybe one should they don't consider want, it. Do consider what? Ah, stupid man. Emiko. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just said you no. Know. I mean, yes. I mean, when you to fantasize about it, like, oh, maybe I could do it on the low, and and this lady that I'm talking about that has all these jobs, her family doesn't know. Now they know because of the show, but she's been doing this for years, and they do not know at all. So, uh, but y'all check it out. It's on UMC. I think it's worth it. It's just like six ninety nine per month, and it's. The free a free a one week free trial. So I'm doing that. Free plugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, support our black shows, but that's the only one. So girl, you should watch the reunion. It was so ghetto. Oh, I like shows that have reunions. No, it's so ghetto. All right, I, I definitely got to watch. I have like a whole list of things to binge like this weekend. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's get into music. So, uh, Jadena had a Chicago pop up last night, <laughs> which we went to. It was fun. I think he, he I think he did well. I do like his this album. Um, I'm not so much of a Jadena fan. Like I don't listen to his album like that or his songs like that. But this was decent. He also gave a little speech about you know, you know being he's done you know he's also on this African wave. Be Af- you're African, you know the white man is this and that, which is good to to definitely talk about. Um, but it was decent. I mean, it was all good <laughs> until are we gonna talk about that? <laughs> until I really tried. To get Jadena to do a little shout out for the podcast, y'all. Listen, one thing I learned yesterday was groupie culture. And I've yeah. never been familiar with that. You know, we all talk about it. We laugh. Like, kiki, kiki, kiki. Listen, it's a job. No. I, didn't, I did not know that being a groupie is like, you, you need to do this much. Like, I wasn't out there trying to groupie, but just seeing No, it, we were there. We were trying to see if we could get see, in. Yeah. So, you know, when they go to Louvre, to whatever. green room. room. Yeah. Just, just, you know, definitely. Just for an interview. But like, it you was know what like, mean? the things that I saw yesterday, y'all. I'm you like, just see like, oh, no, this lady's coming in. Yes. Just, just pulling different girls. And it's a specific type of girl, type of girls that they let it into. Um, and you know, obviously, you know the reasons why they're letting those girls in. Because it's like, but we over here trying to hustle. Like, we want to interview, speak to different security guards and this we and that. We did get an interview from the security guard, which maybe for fun we'll upload. But, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's that. That is that. The struggle. We're going to make it one day. It's part of the Jadena, we going to holler later. This is going to be funny later. It's, it's not. actually not going to be because I'm a Scorpio and I kind of hold grudges. But it's going to be funny. We're going to talk about it. You know, it's going to be a testimony. That's what it's going to be. Testimony. Yeah. All right, so Big Sean and ASAP Ferg. Um, they did perform at the VMAs. They together, performed right? the VMAs and it was their new song Berserk. I like the song. It's mm. like I like when people be back and forth rapping like ah, yeah, and I, like, yeah, yeah. And I like that Big Sean is kind of like on his little rollout right now mm-hmm. where he's doing like a lot of performances. He's mm-hmm. dropping singles. He's doing this. He's letting us know that he was on his little sabbatical, but he's back now. He's ready. He had a freestyle too on um, Flex radio show which yeah. I thought was like fire so you know shout out to Big Sean for definitely being in his bag and doing what he do oh and lastly the video Hot Girl Summer video was teased I think that's coming out this it weekend it also got an award for the VMAs right? it didn't get the video award it got Summer and Summer Summer and Summer I knew it got an award mm-hmm. okay 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 I don't think Nikki's in that video. Nikki I, is in the video is she in the video for Hot Girl Summer yeah that's when they was Did on live with her and Tay and they oh they the, showed the 
Yeah, Nikki's hey, in the video. I thought, well, the little clip that I saw, I didn't see her in the video. Oh, no, yeah, Nikki's in the video. Remember, okay. they was wearing those little stripes together. Yeah, okay, okay. I didn't know that was for the video. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm, very, I'm very thirsty. It's coming out, what, this week? I think it's this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thirsty to see it. I feel like it's what Twerk was trying to be. Ah, I know. We had high hopes for that video, but it was just nonsense. Like, it looks well, like it's like, like a guess pool it was, party. It was literally twerking, though. What, twerk? The video for twerk? I mean, what song? City Girls? What song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was just literally twerking. Twerking. I thought they They would be a little bit more... Like, a little more structure. A little more creative. Yeah, it was just... just It literally was a bunch of girls twerking. Twerking. On a boat. Right, on the floor, on the ground. Just... Anyway. But that is that for our episode and our quote for the week. So, as we said, girlfriend... um, Girl codes. Just basically what? Female friendship. You know? That's basically what it is. Um, so lot of people, lots of people want to ride with you in the limo. What you want is someone who will take the bus with you when the limo breaks down. True friends are like diamonds, bright, beautiful, valuable, and always in style. That's cute. And really quick, before we sign off, <clears throat> I'm going to sing happy birthday <laughs> to my beautiful, lovely, amazing co-host. Okay. <clears throat> happy birthday to you. Mm. Happy birthday to you. Mm. Happy birthday, dear Erica. Mm. Happy birthday to you. Hey, that's a good one. Hey. <laughs> good job. I like it. You are notes. This is cross culture. This is cross culture. <laughs>